Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. been a little while but we are back thank you all for tuning in this is hogs night of podcast uh we got a full house this evening and some uh familiar faces some semi-familiar faces thank you all for tuning in this is brian from hogs haven we got dr jones good evening thanks for joining uh we got neb O'Neill. how's it going guys we got bjrumba what's up guys and we got uh a special wayne bretzky sighting wayne Slash it's, been, <laughs> it's been some time, but I'm glad to be back on and yeah. it's good to be here. And obviously, I mean, we need to address the elephant in the room that we are a bit of degenerates. We have not done an episode in a while. Uh, we recorded one during the draft and then it just like sort of felt uh, a little bit dated by the time it was ready to go. So I ended up not putting it out. I think we probably still at some point... Should do a little bit of post-draft talk, sort of like preseason, how do we feel, how they did. Does that sort of sound like something you guys want to do? Yep. We didn't do that already? We, we, we did, but they didn't hear it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, for all of everyone who's who's out there listening, who's been dying to know what the uh, podcast crew is up to, um, everything good? You guys holding it in, holding it down on the, on the social disty? Yep. Yeah. Uh, my apartment's shrinking every day, I think. A little cabin fever there. It's just your brain, Brian. Just oh, oh. That's it for me, guys. I'm out. <laughs> you just murdered him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird right now cuz um and this is obviously not what we're going to really talk about. We're talking about what the news is of the day, but you know the the team, the NFL has sort of like put together plans and is making moves as though the season is going to go on as planned. Um, they've already shortened the preseason to two games, as far as I understand it. They've canceled the Hall of Fame game. Honestly, the, the, it should have been two games a long time ago, outside of the pandemic, because preseason is awful. You ever been to a preseason game? I love going to preseason games. We should do a live podcast from a preseason game. I, that's the only Redskins games I'll ever go to ever again. <laughs> I think they're fun. They're fun for the, the people who attend them, but are they great for the players? I don't know. It's all about the guys who are just trying to make the team, you know, love of the game. <laughs> yeah, those are the guys that this might be their only shot. So I see that as this could be your last chance or first shot at greatness. 
So we'll but. have to do a uh, a full on preseason episode. Obviously, Hogshaven is a pro preseason website. We have the Mason Brennan Award uh, for the best Redskin of the preseason. Um, the guy that everybody loves. We we'll do a, a full Mason Brennan episode. We got lots of stuff planned for you, but I think. Right now, we should probably just jump right into it. You know why you're here. We know why you're here. This, I think, has been one of the most uh, eventful ones for the NFL and certainly for our franchise. Um, if you are listening, you're certainly aware that uh, the name, the Washington Redskins name, is likely, they've probably likely played their last game ever as the Washington Redskins, the it's it's likely come to an end. Um, kind of weird to think about, isn't it? It is. I I don't think there's going to be a change. Um, well, all right. Let's see. I, I'm thinking that the season could still start on time, and if that's the case, I think the season will start with them as the Redskins. But I think as the year progresses, I just don't think there's going to be a major change before. What is it? end of August or September when the season starts. I think they'll still be the Redskins, but I don't think I don't think a calendar year from now they're still going to be the Redskins. Probably less than that either. Could be. Yeah, I mean we're we're hearing rumblings, you know, that they're light that they're maybe potentially choosing a new name before August. It sort of seems like a like a pretty quick turnaround to be able to make that happen and make it happen in a way um, that is I don't know, good. Um, obviously, there's sort of like a lot of issues, like social issues related to this, and I think we could, we could talk about them. But part of me is like, oh, no, whatever they pick, if they have two months to do it. It's like when you were in college and you had to write a paper or do a project, if you waited until the night before, like it probably wasn't going to be very good. You got to pull the all-nighter and get those ideas flowing early in the night and just have it ready to present Monday morning. Sort of feels like the spiritual equivalent of an all-nighter. Right? <laughs> that, or they could just change it to the red something else, like the, the red rockets or something, something like less offensive, you know? Well, and that's that's sort of like in something they're considering. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, so I guess we should sort of like walk through this a little bit. And if you're listening to this, I, I highly recommend reading Kyle Smith for GM's piece on Hogshaven. Presumably, if you're listening to this, you have already read it. Um, he did a really fantastic job sort of talking about the history of the team and the name and the franchise. And we are doing this podcast. Piece has been out for about a week or two, and I think it was like kind of a really nice summary. Uh, at the bottom of it, there was a poll. And as of right now, 56% of people who took that poll uh, want the name and the logo to stay the same. So uh, we sort of have that context here. And I think we're going to try and handle this with all of the necessary courtesy and thought that's required of sort of like what is a very heated and contentious issue. And knowing full well, spoiler alert, that I think we, if we were taking those polls, that poll would be in the minority of the people who filled it out. And sort of to go over what it is that he discussed, that sort of that this is a, a franchise that undeniably has been on the wrong side of history and they've been on the wrong side of history a lot sort of going back to their inception you know you think about the history of this team there's sort of people love you know, the franchise they love the accomplishments but 
you know, underneath it, you know, being the, the last team to integrate, it took until 1962 for, for this to be the first team to, for the, the, you know, the very last team to have an African-American player um, on the roster, which is just totally mind-boggling. They are now sort of starting to make amends with all that. You know, they've renamed the lower bowl of FedEx Field after Bobby Mitchell, who integrated the team. But, you know, George Preston Marshall, who was the owner, he he's, was a racist. I mean, he was a racist guy. Um, and there was a quote in that Kyle Smith for GM piece where he quoted George Preston Marshall. He said that they would start signing black players when uh, the Harlem Globetrotters started signing white players, which is just like <laughs> real, a real humdinger right there. I mean, that's not the type of thing that any sort of um, – that I think is certainly societally acceptable at this point, but probably I don't even think it was back then. Um, and, you know, this this – has, this is not a new issue. There have been grassroots protests related to the name going back to the 1960s. And I would say seemingly every other year at this time for the last 15, 20 years, there's been another sort of like, is this the year? Like, is it time to do it? And so, you know, I think right now, and I don't know if you guys agree, but it sort of seems like there is an there's, there's, we're obviously living in a moment. There's a lot of social justice is- issues that are coming to the forefront. There's a lot of corporate pressure that's going into this decision. You know, FedEx making a statement, a lot of big-time sponsors, Pepsi making statements. Those statements I don't think exist in a vacuum. Like They don't exist on their own. They are a function of the movements that are going on, these social justice issues, the movements that are happening that are ultimately stemming up from grassroots organization. And so I think to say that it's just a corporate thing is only part of the story, right? It sort of feels like, you know, what do we see in the news? We see that FedEx says something or Pepsi says something or that Amazon is pulling all their stuff, all their merch off, or Nike takes all the Redskins merch off of their website. But that's only, I think, part of the story. So I guess to stop there, I mean, where do you guys fall in terms of like your perception of a where this pressure comes from? Do you think that it is a necessary thing to happen that it comes from sort of those high level, those big dollar names, or is this something that you know like should have happened a long time ago? I'm just kind of genuinely curious, like how you guys feel about where we are. Um, on that for, for me it kind of pisses me off a little bit just because there's been like decades of people being upset with the title of the team name and the fact that it's only now because these major corporate sponsors are coming in and voicing their disapproval as well it's forcing the hand of the team to take action and it that that i don't know it, it makes me upset that it, it took this the funding, the fact that the funding is on the line, that it, that's the reason. It makes sense from a business perspective, but at the same time, it's like, there's a reason people were upset in the first place. So you should have done better for your fan base um, before the dollar signs came into play. I don't see how they, they can't change it, and I'm glad they will, but it's just the fact that it came to the major sponsors being the ones to be like, okay, like, it's gone too far. We, we need to do this now. So, 
the fact that it got to this point is already bad enough, but I hope that it does get changed. That's yeah, I agree with you, Brian. I, I was going to say something very similar to you in that it's been, it's been a really long time. Like I've heard this come out through pretty much my entire lifetime. I've heard, heard the fact that they've been trying to change the name and, you know, make it something that's less offensive. And it's a really, it's, what was it, uh, 80 years ago, 90 years ago that the, the original Redskins were actually in Boston. And it's, it's still something that's around. And with the... The fact that, you know, from its conception, it's been offensive and had, you know, bad blood tied to the name. I, I, I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely time for a change and shouldn't have taken this much pressure and this much uh, national rage towards Washington as a city even now for it to, for us to see change in, in the team name. Yeah, like... Uh both brian and and brett have said like i wish the redskins or i'm sorry the the team in washington was more progressive rather than reactive with uh this name change and obviously money talks so these brands uh sense issues and then it trickles down to the team and and obviously lastly uh dan snyder and i think we've kind of grown accustomed to the language that Snyder speaks uh, and that's with his his wallet yeah. <laughs> well and then the other the other piece that clearly um, has played a role and has become sort of I think over the last five ten years has been a, a key piece is the political pressure um, it's no secret that the, the the organization wants to move away from FedEx field and they want to go back to the RFK site and they want to build a new stadium and Eleanor Holmes Norton and um, Mayor Muriel Bowser have said that it is a complete non-starter you, to come back and not have a rebrand and a team name change. So uh, that's certainly been in the back of, I'm sure, Dan Snyder's head. A lot of, you know, there's been some stuff that's come out of late that the reason that Bruce Allen was kept around for so long is because he sort of professed that he had inside connections with the city council, and ultimately that ended up not bearing any fruit for him, uh, and he's since been let go. But uh, that certainly plays a role, and I think there is a very good chance, or at least a better chance than there would have been before, that the team moves back into the city where they want to be, as and this is sort of like one of those stepping stones. So... You know, I'm genuinely curious, and it sounds like there is some consensus among us. Like, if maybe we'll put this as a poll question, um, along with with this post, is if you knew that the name had to change and you were against it, and the team could then move back into DC, is that something that would be a a driving factor? You know, for for these folks who who want the want the organization back in the district. I don't know. It's just sort of an interesting thing to consider. And, you know, I, the other thing that sort of stands out for me on this is, and again, this comes back to Kyle's piece, or Kyle Smith for James' piece. I, his name is not actually Kyle Smith. But, you know, there is some questions about the origin of the term, uh, sort of like, was it racist when it was conceived of? Like, was it conceived of by Native Americans? And I honestly, personally, I don't really think that that matters so much, like who came up with it. We are sort of living in a different set of contexts than they were 
what'd you say, Brett? Like 90 years ago, 80, 90 years ago. Yeah. Things, things change. And I think that that is not only okay, but I think it's probably for the best that we sort of reconsider what is and is not acceptable in, you know, like in our society, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it always um, was a point for me, like you're allowed to change your opinion when you gather more information. I Mm, think mm -hmm. this kind of falls in line with that, whereas you get uh, different perspectives and you're allowed to change. You don't have to uh, stay so stronghold to uh, previous beliefs. Yeah, and, you know, what I have heard, you know, I, I read the comments in Hogshaven Hog, Hog every once in a while, despite my uh, my better judgment, uh, <laughs> but it sort of seems like what people feel, the ones who are opposed to this change, is that they feel as though changing the name is in some way going to diminish their relationship with the team and diminish the feelings of fondness that they have had with the team over the course of their lives. And personally, I don't I don't think that that's the case. If you like the team, it doesn't make you a bad person. If you like them when they had a nickname that was I would say questionable, that doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but what it does mean is for I think it seems like this is the opportunity. You know, I started off by saying that you know, this is a team that's on the wrong side of history for a long time. This sort of seems like the opportunity to like get on the right side of history. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to understand that point of view, but for me, like, it wouldn't it wouldn't make a difference if, if the team name changed. Like, you're rooting for the players, you're rooting for the team in your city. Like, it, it's regardless of the team name, it's it, it's the team that you're rooting for. Sure. So it shouldn't matter what the name is. Like you're rooting for the, the guys that are representing your city. I'm a diehard Washington Capitals fan. Have been through thick and thin with them, but I honestly wouldn't care if they changed their their team name. Like I'm still rooting for the team that's in DC. If if they moved, I might not root for them. If a new team came in, I would I would root for the new team. Maybe I would still probably root for the players because you see them you see how they grow and you like the relationships of the players and how it goes but i feel like that's what you're rooting for you're rooting for the group and the group's success for your city and the team name shouldn't really to me i i don't see how that could affect somebody's opinion of the team but i i could see i could see both sides of it i guess but i i i wouldn't for me, I wouldn't understand how a name change could hurt someone's ability to watch a game anymore or something like that. And that could be just it that they, like, oftentimes when a team moves cities, they also change names. And so, it, like, the, the fact that Washington has stayed in the same place and hasn't moved, it, there might be some resistance to changing the name just because of those same ties that they're looking to, to keep. But I think with the when it's faced with so much scrutiny and just so much backlash or people just being, you know, very upset about the, the team name and, and they haven't, you know, made any changes up to this point, I, I think is, is what, where the problem is here. So. Well, so here's a question. You know, we're we're youngish. 
we're young in the fact that we've never seen this team good. Um, that that doesn't necessarily mean we're young, but like <laughs> we're we're in a position where I think the the vocal supporters of keeping things the same are people who were around when they won three Super Bowls, when they turned out all pros and Hall of Famers, and so for them, their memories are tied to a certain or specific thing. This is unquestionably a franchise that I think has struggled to draw in younger fans. I mean, you I went to a game last year. It was two-thirds empty, and the rest of it was full of Eagle fans. It was a nightmare. Um, do, so I guess a two-parter. A, do you think that this is something that will help bring in or re-energize some of the excitement among younger generations? Then I guess I would turn it personally to you guys. Like, Do you feel as though you would have a stronger kinship with the organization or would feel more likely to support them if they opt to go in this direction. Changing the name does give them an opportunity to rebrand and reconnect with their fan base. Uh, they've obviously experienced a setback uh, in recent years. This would give them perhaps a fresh start. And then as, as we were discussing kind of previous section i mean i didn't know why i didn't think of this earlier but like washington's already been through this with the wizards yeah so like yeah yeah changing from the bullets to the wizards which uh in retrospect is probably the right move but that doesn't like never have i took anything away from the bullets history i I still like recognize that they were the previous, you know, basketball franchise and and they had some success and I think that's just the history of the team. Like Brian Brian Hendricks was saying earlier, I never really held strong to like the Redskins name. It was mostly the location, the the team that represents your area, things like that. I, n- I never held strong to to the redskin name they wouldn't have to change like their colors or branding or anything it's really just the name and like the logo and, and you can still yeah, keep some of that good. that's i think that's a question i mean are they going to change the colors but chris i think what you said really resonates with me it's like what what is it Beej, i think you said this too i mean said this, but like what is it that you are supporting like, what is it that motivates you to get up on sundays and put this and put them on television because it's certainly not winning <laughs> these days. It's not. Um, but yeah, Brett, they may. I mean, they they may change the colors. They may change. Would it impact your decision? Would it impact how you would feel if they wipe the slate clean? Um, again, we're not talking about the history, the historical perspective. But like, let's say they come out and they in 2020 or 2021 are the, the Washington Presidents, and their colors are red, white, and blue. Do you feel better or worse the same about the team that maybe they're not burgundy and gold or maybe that they sort of don't have a same set of icon iconography or imagery than they did before? No, not at all. I mean, I think that that fits the branding even of Washington, you know, Washington area teams and that it is, they typically do have the, some combination of red, white, and blue in the yeah. branding. 
and honestly, Washington Presidents is probably a better team name than if it's the where we've got the Nationals, the Capitals, and the Presidents. So I think they're, they're a good company if they were to change their team name to that. So you should you should lobby for that, Stabby. Uh, well, you know there is a there is a uh, isn't there's Washington Generals. That's the team that the Harlem Globetrotters plays. Second Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> mentioned that we've had in this episode. Um, I guess there's the presidents, the, the like large bobblehead ones that run during seventh inning at the National. Yeah, maybe teams, they could do but, a little yeah. crossover <laughs> act. Yeah. Have them play on the team. It would be nice to see them connected a little bit more to the other Washington teams. I mean, you know, I think we talked about it in previous podcasts where we we like to see the interaction between the Capitals and the Nats and and the wizards and uh the mystics and stuff and and then <laughs> the redskins were, were just like off in their own little corner um but i don't think that's my mistake like i think the, the redskins are the most valuable franchise in the city and because they have a following and i think that's part of the reason why it's been such an issue there's a huge fan base here and a lot of money but there's also a lot of controversy and i think that's that's what everybody's trying to figure out what's the best approach here but you're never going to make everyone happy with whatever decision happens for me i i would that wouldn't mind a change it would be nice to to see well it really doesn't make a difference to me um like if they match the the red that seems to be like sure. the new color of the city but that that's just me thinking about like again the caps yeah i mean well <laughs> yeah. obviously the, the, gold, former... the gold standard is pittsburgh uh pun not black and yellow but yeah black and yellow black and yellow they're all you know the the, the the football baseball and hockey all go with the same color scheme i mean yeah it could be a cool opportunity i like that like it's a it's a i don't know i i I'd be pretty surprised if uh, the football team moves away from the burgundy and gold color screen scheme. Well, if it's a full, if it's a full rebranding, why not just reset and? I don't, meet? I don't see them doing a full rebranding. Yeah, unfortunately. Chris, I think I'm with you. I think that they are going to do as much as they can. It's going to be a pivot to pay, yeah, like to pay homage and like. Because Dan Snyder, a couple years ago, he had that basically you know, like, from my cold dead hands thing. I mean, he said like, "We will never change the team name. You can print that in all caps." And and then FedEx was like, "Oh wait, hold my beer." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and you know what, Chris? Frankly, if he came out, if Dan Snyder came out when they invariably make this change and said exactly what you said, that. It is a good thing. It is okay to make a change, to reconsider your opinions when you have more information. I think it would go a long way. It's no secret that Dan Snyder does not have the best image. That would be the best PR move that he could possibly ever, make. Ever. He, he, and he would never he would never do it. But no, it, it would that's be, wouldn't it? Not in his blood. Wouldn't it earn him such goodwill? Wouldn't it earn goodwill, such goodwill to the people who have sort of been like clinging to this thing, just to say like, look, I learned some, I learned some new things. I have opened my ears. I've opened my heart. I've listened. <laughs> I can't. You can't. I can't let you finish that. <laughs> I've listened. I've learned. I realized that where I was coming from came from a place 
that was was passionate but misguided and so therefore here's here's what i've learned and this is why i've changed i i honestly i would be willing and i might be a sucker for saying this i might be a total sucker for saying this if i heard dan snyder say chris what you said i might give him the benefit of the doubt which is like a terrible thing because he certainly has not earned it um owner of the year but (laughs) he owns up to his mistakes in that sense and like says you know certain things that are aligned there's zero chance rehabilitating his image a little bit yeah wouldn't you feel good about that though wouldn't you feel good about that yeah i think he would honestly like i think (laughs) the the fan base is a little fractured and that would meld it back together but i don't think it's happening chris I was, I was going to say something somewhat unrelated, but when it happened with the bullets, like what sort of lobbying or what sort of politics got involved there for the change and why was it so much easier for that to happen in, in that era? I actually know about this. But Chris, you do? You, you know you can say Oh, Brian, please take it. Uh, <laughs> so at the time, the owner of the bullets was a man named Abe Poland. Um, he owned the team until he died in the well he until he sold it to Teleontos shortly before he died in the early 2000s his he was very close with um, the prime minister of Israel Yitzhak Rabin who was murdered uh, he was assassinated and he a Poland felt that that combined with sort of the high homicide rate in the district it felt he felt as though having the team name be the bullets conveyed the wrong message and so he decided uh that he wanted to change the team name in the middle of the 90s and um in what like 95 96 they they just went for it so it kind of affected him personally a little bit it did it certainly was a function of the pressure of no i mean he wasn't necessarily feeling pressure like it was something that he wanted to do so I think that's sort of almost the opposite of what we're experiencing here, um, and so yeah, they they ended up doing like a um, uh, like a fan poll. It was like they, it, you know, the, the names that 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 it was gonna potentially be. I'll be honest, I don't love the name the Wizards, <laughs> but it could have been yeah. about a thousand times worse. The other names they were considering were the Dragons, the Express, the Stallions. What? The Metro. And the Sea Dogs. Sea <laughs> Dogs. Oh, not good not old Sea Dogs. Sea yeah. Dog Brewery. Yeah. Love it. Wait, is this for, <laughs> this is for the uh, Washington Wizards? Yeah, the Wizards. When they were changed from the Bullets. So, anyway, I, I just. Um, but yeah, Chris, you're, you're right. Like, this had. There is some precedence here. Obviously, the set of circumstances are slightly different. Um, I don't know. It, 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 almost, it feels at this point inevitable. And so my hope is, you know, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there have been a handful of people, and there have been some commenters. And part of me, like, people who comment on the internet are not the same as people who, like, it's in, it's in real life. Um, but people are like, you know, if they change the name, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And I, part of, I'm just like, if that's how you feel, then I'm very sorry. But I don't know if you have a place here. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think, you know, like, we've sort of said what there is to say at this point. Obviously, there is more to come. I think we could probably 
what I want to hear is, do you guys have any strong creative feelings about the direction that you would like to see? Um, I think we've seen some polls or some like there's like Vegas odds about uh, what the team might change to. I think Warriors right now is the consensus direction that they're going to go. I've also seen uh, Red Wolves. I've seen Red Hawks. I've seen what else is there been? Red Tails. The Red Tails. Red Tails. Yeah. Um, yeah, Red. I don't understand that one. Was there any we, is that Fox it, or something? We can get into it. Um, okay. So yeah. basically, the the Red Tails is um, in homage to the Tuskegee Airmen, um, who are because... like the most badass, like totally badass love to ski yeah so their their aircrafts had red red tails uh, is that homage to a uh, red tail hawks at all too i mean you could like, go I know, like the direction animal. for sure yeah potentially yeah because i don't unfortunately i don't know the history of of the tuskegee airmen or like i know them but i don't know why they went with the red tail yeah uh my understanding is it was just like world war they were predominantly african-american world war ii fighter pilots in the late stages Mm -hmm. of um combat over europe uh and i guess they flew planes with red tails again like i'm not an expert on this either i do know about the tuskegee airmen a little bit because i think they're totally freaking awesome (laughs) i can tell i'm getting old because i'm like becoming a world war ii guy (laughs) yeah that's what happens it's like not uh it doesn't discriminate against like the era you were born like no matter how old you are what time frame you're getting old you just get obsessed with world war ii <laughs> yeah and then the civil war is the next one <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you just keep going back in time start watching like ken burns documentaries like, yeah and then the revolutionary war and then so on yeah uh so what are you guys feeling do you have like uh, a thing that you what what do you want to see and what do you think we'll see I mean, I think we'll see. Unfortunately, I like. I think we'll see the war, the warriors, warriors, because I think that gives them the flexibility to maintain their color scheme and also use similar uh, logos. We've seen the alternate jerseys with the arrows mm-hmm. on the helmets and everything, so that gives them a flexibility to kind of go back to what Beach was saying earlier in the podcast of how they would transition in such short notice. I mean, that would that would give them the timeline. I personally don't want to see them go that direction. I think it's uh, a little bit short-sighted and missing the whole argument. And it's just, to me, it's the easy way out sure. of the situation. Beach, how about you? What are you feeling? What do you what do you want to see, and what do you think we will see? So, this might get a little offensive, um, but I was thinking the Washington Red Onions. Red Onions. Would be a good name. So you know, you're gonna make you cry a little bit, but damn it, if they aren't delicious. Um, <laughs> no, but I don't know. Um, I've seen a couple good good tweets here and there on social media. Um, the Sentinels. Ooh, uh, Ooh I like that. Call like back that. to the replacements, which was a fantastic movie. I, w- I would love that. They, w- I'm sure they wouldn't do that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it would it would be something. Yeah, kind of 
just generic like to fit capitals or mystics or dc united like something just kind of uniform with the way dc sports teams are being made and i think that would be totally fine no one there's gonna be people that hate it and people that love it regardless of what happens unless it's just the worst name but really maybe they should just crowdsource it and you can have a whole Bode McBode tape mm. we, we can finally up. get those uh washington get, dragons popular vote guys yeah. come on best choice wins so i don't know what, one other good tweet, The Onion had a good one. Um, shout out to the end. Uh, Washington Redskins changed their name to DC Redskins. Shout out to the We'll see. Onion. We'll see what happens. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Brad? What do you what do you want to see? What do you think we will see? I like the alliteration, but I'm thinking like maybe something like the Washington Wolf Pack or Washington Werewolves. <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, I think Wolf Pack could work. It speaks to like a team, a fraternity of men who are coming together for a common cause of winning the the game, and that's uh. But you know, I think you could also. I, I like the Warriors because I think you could also change the colors to align more with the rest of the city. I still think Pittsburgh has it the right way, like you were saying, and, and that if we got everybody on board with the red, white, and blue, especially in the nation's capital. Like where where do we or where else should you be more united than in the capital of the U.S.? So sure. that's where I think. Yeah. Yeah. Neil, what do you think we're gonna see, and what do you want to see? Uh, what I first of what I don't want to see is all these all the names you're talking about. They're like red tails, red. What were the other ones? Um, red I, I, wolves. Yeah. Yeah, red wolves, red tails. I think I think red. red onions. Yeah, red onions. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to keep that. Red rockets. I don't think that's part of what we want to keep. I, I'm down with changing it like to a, something different, like the Warriors. I kind of like. I see the Senators, even though that was the Nats team before. That sounds kind of nice. That's a baseball team. But that, that's yeah, that's something I'm reading. Team. That's one of the potential names. Also, they've been looking at. Um, so that sounds kind of nice, but I don't know. I, I don't think they should keep it like a, a red tail. I mean, red tail's history sounds cool, but I don't know if we just switch it. Keeping the red doesn't seem to be something that I'm. I don't know. I think there's other names we could explore, but I do agree maybe changing the color scheme to match up more with the current uh, DC teams. Yeah, and I, I think it's going to be an adjustment no matter what happens. My if, if we're thinking about what do I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see Warriors, and I think they're going to stay in burgundy and gold. Like, if you put a gun to my head and you said, what do you think you're going to see? I think that's it. I think this is just such a good opportunity um, to really make a splash and honestly Dan Snyder is going to make a bowl load of money <laughs> on merch like you know he, yeah changing a name yeah. he, he's going to just make a killing and I'm not like a big merch guy I'll probably I'll get a hat I don't know like but he's uh, he stands to like do pretty well for himself and I as much as I really do appreciate that um the burgundy and gold is like kind of such a distinctive thing when i write articles i substitute the team name on occasion for the burgundy and gold it i think has a sense of resonance with the history but as as we've sort of talked about tonight like this is that opportunity to try to sort of wipe the slate clean a little bit get a fresh start um start anew i would not mind seeing a red white and blue color scheme something similar to caps and nats um, I have a feeling, 
I don't necessarily know. I mean, like I said, I think Warriors is up there, but I, I think they're, um, regardless of where they go with there's going to be probably some military iconography associated with it. Just, they mentioned it in the, the statement that they put out originally. It sort of felt a little bit out of place, neither here nor there. But I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. This doesn't make me feel any differently about how I have felt about the team in the past. I, I'm excited for this change. I think it's going to be a positive thing. I think it's an opportunity to, to rally the fan base to sort of like take a step in the right direction. Is it cosmetic in some ways? Yes. Is there going to be a lot of things that still need to happen in order for this team to regain the relevance that they had 20, 30 years ago, the success they had in the past? Unquestionably, yes. Is everything better once they make this change? No, it's not. Is there a lot of work left to do? For sure. But I think this sort of gives me hope. This makes me excited. And at this point... That's about the, the most you can ask for as it relates to uh, to this franchise. So uh, we will keep our eyes out. We will keep our ears out. We will certainly come back to you guys with another episode when, um, if and when something breaks, and we'll be here to chat about it. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And this was Hogs Night, the Portcast.